Welcome, welcome to the Fantasy Coaches Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Coach Jibs tonight, filling in for Coach Steve. Uh, he's down in Miami. Hopefully going to get that nice Dolphins win for Monday Night Football. The weather's probably all the way pretty it's probably significantly better than jersey but um tonight i got just coach john with me and just like john said before the inmates are running the asylum tonight how are you doing i'm I'm doing great man i get to hang out with you get to talk about some football um i'm feeling good like you said this is we got no steve we got no no dad in the house so we get to kind of party on this podcast it should be fun all right well we're just gonna get right into it um I know, uh, I don't think we have a news slide today, but if you were living under a rock, uh, basically Justin Herbert got a broken finger, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. probably on his throwing hands or talking about maybe season ending. He didn't practice today. So, um, definitely want to pour one out for all my Justin Herbert managers and my, uh, Keenan Allen shares and a bunch of other Chargers pieces that, uh, we're probably going to have to have, uh, some good discussions going forward about uh, their availability in our lineups in the fantasy playoffs. Yeah. But let's start with the waivers then, uh, waiver wire for quarterbacks overview, um, rostered in 60 to 40%. We got Baker Mayfield, and then some guys that you're probably going to look at in some dynasty league, two quarterback super flex, whether that's uh, David Mills with CJ Stroud's uh, concussion, Easton stick as the aforementioned Justin Herbert injury. You got Nate Mullins coming in for Josh Dobbs after he got benched. And then obviously you have Drew Locke um, coming in for Geno Smith because he didn't miss a week. And before we get started on the, the guys under 40%, we do have a question from our fellow listener, Karush. Go says, on. hey, guys, kind of an odd question, but do you know how many players go in the playoffs in a 10-man PPR league? Um, so I, oh, go, ahead, go ahead, John. So I was going to say, I, I only play in one 10-man league, and we we it, we're six, um, but I do know some – that'll do eight and i also have heard of some that'll only do four it's usually an even number i feel like six is probably the number but you got to check your league settings oh yeah like i a lot of my 10 man leagues are in espn and the default is six so i'll definitely go with six um i only have one league where it's eight people that make the playoffs but that's a 12er so um yeah i'll yeah. definitely lean with six on that question though yeah. but not a bad question yeah Hopefully you're in the top six. (laughs) That would suck if you're like seven and you're hoping for us to answer eight people. But no, I think it's just usually just six. Well, I hope you have enough points to get in, my man. (laughs) And then um, some quarterbacks that you're probably looking on your waiver wire that are under 40%, whether that be uh, Matthew Stafford. He has Washington this week. Uh, Gardner Minshew has Pittsburgh. Jake Brown has the Minnesota Vikings. Joe Flacco. My man has the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Drew Locke has uh, Philadelphia. Zach, the resurgent Zach Wilson has Miami. And then you have Mitch Trubisky uh, doing whatever he could do against the Colts. So, um, John, um, is there anyone in particular that you will have your eyes on if you had uh, if you had to scour your waiver wire for any options? Yeah, yeah I think, um, you know, honestly – you know, Baker Mayfield, great. I think he's consistent. I don't know the ceiling that Baker Mayfield really gives you. Um, 
I do like Gardner Minshew. I think Gardner Minshew against Pittsburgh is a good one. Um, they just got embarrassed um, by Bailey Zappi. That defense can get after the quarterback, but their secondary is pretty weak. Um, and then Joe Flacco, believe it or not. I think Joe Flacco is viable. I think he can work. Chicago's defense is nothing scary. You can beat them through the air. Um, they will do cause some turnovers. You'll have some positive field position. So Joe Flacco off the couch has been pretty good, and I think he's only going to get better. So those would kind of be my, my three that I'm most interested in. And then Matthew Stafford kind of on the edge just because the weapons are so good. But, you know, lately the touchdowns have just kind of been going to Kyron Williams, which doesn't help Stafford's numbers. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely uh, roll with uh, Jake Browning. He just seems like the most confident backup in like uh, fantasy history, given the weapons and the situation that he has been going through. Uh, number two, probably Matthew Stafford against the Washington uh, Commanders. I just love that matchup for him, even though like touchdowns haven't been going on his side. But uh, over the last month, they gave up two, four, eight, 11 touchdowns in four games to quarterbacks. Oof. So, Oof. and some pretty yeah. good yardage. So I think he could uh, have a nice little re, uh, renaissance game for himself. And then obviously I'm just going to go with my man, cool Joe Flack <laughs> uh, against the Chicago bears. I know um, their defense has been playing well as of lately, but um I think he just has a moxie, and I think he could just go in, give you 250, a touchdown or two, and then call it a day. Like, uh, the picks don't bother me whatsoever. Mm -mm. Yeah, I, 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 it's crazy what Joe Flacco is doing right now, but <laughs> we got to just live in the reality that Joe Flacco is a viable fantasy quarterback right now. It's it's wild. It's 2023, and I'm starting Joe Flacco and Zeke Elliott. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> Nuts, right? All right, and we're going to go over to the running backs. Uh, running backs roster, 60 to 40% of leagues. You got Jared McKinnon, who probably was picked up a lot in mass last week. Tajay Spears with that Derrick Henry concussion or not concussion news. Um, some guys you're going to be looking at, or one guy you're going to look at in Dynasty Leagues, you have Isaiah Spiller. Um, we heard news about a running back split. Mm -hmm. We thought that would be Josh Kelly and Austin Eckler, and it somewhat been uh Isaiah Spiller, a little bit of Josh Kelly, and a lot of Austin Eckler. So uh Coach Steve has in the notes, saw six carries in week 14. So uh definitely keep an eye on him, get a couple mm -hmm. bids on him, especially as a year-end stash in your dynasty leagues. But in the meat and potatoes section, the guys under 40%, we have Ty Chandler, Alexander Madison left with an ankle entry, I think maybe second quarter of the mm -hmm. game. Uh, Zemir White, you got Josh Jacobs injury. <laughs> uh, CAH, given um, Isaiah Pacheco's injury, I believe he had like 11 carries and two or three catches. Didn't get the touchdown, though. Uh, Chase Brown, the Bengals said over two weeks ago that they were going to give um, him him some more opportunities, and he's been playing pretty good for what he had. I think he had like a very long touchdown, receiving yeah, touchdown. 57-yard 50, reception touchdown, and – I, you know, I, ha I was backed into having to start him in, in one league, and I saw the alert. I went, wait, no way. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no way, and I looked it up. It was a good play, uh, you know, kind of took it on a wheel route, took it to the house. I mean, I'm, I like the kid. He's rookie. We liked his production profile in the offseason, um, and, yeah, I think he's, you know, showing out, and he's getting plenty of work, so it, he's definitely worth a pickup. 
right. Joe Mixon would never. Um, <laughs> yeah. A PSA, get your starters back up, mm-hmm. running back. We're talking handcuff. It's handcuff season, guys. Like, don't let these running backs get hurt and you're left with nothing on that Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Or you could grab the elite back of any RB1 that's not on your team, like your opponent or so, in case they get hurt. So just keep eyes on those guys. Um I know uh, me and John were talking about a couple names before the show that you probably want to keep tabs on. Um, say like the Chase Browns. I would have yep. said Josh Kelly, but like that's kind of a yeah, splitting hairs now. Yeah, I think you know Jamal Williams is another one that you know I, I, the Saints offense is a little broken, but if anything happened to um, Alvin Kamara, he's clearly the guy they can't even get. Uh, they can't even get what's his name on the field. Uh, I can't the rookie. Um, Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller. They can't even get Kendra Miller on the field because he's just always injured. So you got there, and then uh, obviously in 49ers, uh, you want Elijah Mitchell. Uh, if anything happened to CMC, that huge, huge upside. I know Elijah Mitchell was hurt this past week, but you know the team has made it pretty clear and made it known he is the primary backup. So. Those are a couple names, and then obviously, you know, everyone else kind of feels like they're already in a pretty murky committee, uh, almost like Zeke and Ramondre are. And then all it takes is one injury, and then Zeke becomes a an auto start. So just just keep an eye out. If you see if you're on your waiver wire and you have a bench spot, you know some of these guys that you know might not be helping you. Some wide receiver threes on a depth chart, some of these low-level tight ends, a backup, you know, they, they're not going to help you. But if an injury happens to the starting running back and you have the backup running back, that helps. It's a free square now. Now all of a sudden you're like, okay, I got a free flex play every week. So um, use your roster, use your back of your bench, the last two or three roster spots pretty wisely. A hundred percent. And also want to say like De'Aaron Johnson for Travis Etienne. Yep. Um, Good one. I guess you could say Tyler Algier a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you absolutely can. Tyler Algier is a good one. Um, you know, I, it's funny, like you want to say Dalvin cook, but I don't even know how much life Dalvin cook has left in him. So, um, but yeah, those types of, those types of characters, um, you know, again, like, Derek McKinnon a week ago when we when we were talking about Isaiah Pacheco running wild, Derek McKinnon wasn't even on people's radar. And now all of a sudden injury happens. Derek McKinnon's like, yep, you you got to grab him. You can probably start him every week going forward while Pacheco's out. So that's how quickly, uh, especially in fantasy playoffs, when it's this week, win and move on. It, it changes how you have to play. You don't need a guy who might break out in a couple of weeks. Like those guys don't matter anymore. They'll just get rid of them. Not at all. Um, and I guess like for the guys listed on the section, like if I had any remaining fab dollars left, I'm just blowing it on Ty Chandler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. And Zamir White, like he's an interesting case. Like he probably does, will get the chance to shine, but uh <laughs> I did see like news bit that the Raiders aren't like picking anyone up. And I don't know if that means Josh Jacobs has a chance to play, but uh, hopefully that uh, Zamir White will have, have an opportunity if you do pick him up on the waiver wire. Yeah, we talked about Ty Chandler when he was sort of a hot name a few weeks ago. And 
you know, the reason why we like him at the fantasy coaches is he, he has the intangible trait of speed. You know, everyone loves Keaton Mitchell. Everyone was hot and bothered about Keaton Mitchell. Ty Chandler's 40 time is just as fast. And you watch him in the game and he looks fast. So you give these guys who have, you know, elite, elite breakaway speed, Devon Achan, these guys that are like, holy smokes. Then you add in the fact that now it looks like Ty Chandler is going to get volume. He's going to get 15 carries a game. You're like, okay, great. This is this is exactly what I want because he's going to hit one out of five. He's going to hit a big run. And now you're giving him 15 carries. So he's going to have a few big runs this game, and you hope one of them goes for a touchdown. So I think Ty Chandler is a great pickup. Um, if any, if at this point you still have Fab, I don't know what you're doing, but drop it all on a, a player like Ty Chandler and. And possibly, and possibly Chase Brown. You know, I, I think he's another one, not as obvious, but he's still getting work even with Joe Mixon there. You know, he had eight carries, had three targets. So he's getting serviceable enough work that you could plug him in if you're desperate. And then, God forbid, anything happens to Mixon, you're, you look happy. So Man, money. Those are, those, yeah, those are, those are the two names I would kind of uh, attack on the waiver wire. And I know he's not on the list, and you probably don't want to deal with the headache, but uh, Deontay Foreman got 11 mm. carries. <laughs> you saw Clear Herbert get three, and Roshan Johnson just have a one touch. So, yeah. like, if that kind of sticks, you probably want to just speculate on him, but, like, I wouldn't want to insert him in your RB2 or flex on the fantasy playoffs, though. No, they are they are truly truly committed to the tank in in Chicago. It's it's interesting to me, but you know I love Deontay Foreman. I love the bounce back story. He, anyone who doesn't know, you know, high prospect from Texas tore his Achilles uh, when he was on the Texans, and then you know took forever to kind of come back. And he looks good. Yeah, he looks great. But I don't know what uh I don't know what the Chicago Bears are doing with uh you know. I don't know why they're not giving their rookie some love or doing more design runs with Justin Fields, but that's a different conversation for a different day. And that's how coaches get fired. <laughs> yeah. See you, Eberflus. Oops, skipped one. And then we're going to head over to wide receivers rostered in 60 to 40%. We have Odell Beckham, Noah Brown. Then in your dynasty roster, you should look out for Demarcus Robinson making a resurgence with the, the Rams. I yeah. <laughs> was surprised to see him on the team when I was looking that up. Yep. And then um, wide receivers under 40% ownership. You have Curtis Samuel, who's just a PPR just machine, it seems like, for Sam Howe and the commanders. You have Dontavian Wicks with the uh, injury with Watson. He could slate up to a wide receiver three role in that rotation. Uh, Zay Jones getting peppered with targets, but couldn't do anything with them last week. Looks more appealing. Parker Washington had a modest game. Jalen Hyatt, he plays tonight, but we did see him have 100 yards in uh, his week 13 game. Yeah, because they were on by last uh, oh, week, week 12. 12. They were on by last week, yeah. yeah. So before he went on by, yeah, he had a, it was like seven catches for 100 yards. So, you know, good. And then we have DeMario Douglas, the uh, coach's waiver wire, like darling. He's just out there. He had a concussion, then suit up on the short week. Probably will be back this week, so keep an eye out on him. Jonathan Mingo, the Carolina Panthers rookie receiver. Um... Bob Woods or John Mechie, given 
no Nico Collins, Tank Dell going down. You can mm-hmm. look out for both of them on that roster. And then KJ Osborne. Unfortunately, Justin Jefferson came back and he got a chest injury. He was sent to the hospital and basically he's okay and they think he could play this week but if he does not roll out kj osborne could be a play for some of these fantasy managers that are wide receiver needy mm-hmm. so coach john who are your waiver uh your wide receivers for this week so i would look for you know if you need to pick someone up you know i think curtis samuel you can play any week um you know, Sam Howell is leading the league in yards, but they're not going to anyone you'd expect. They're going to Curtis Samuel. They're going to, you know, the tight end. Uh, so I think Curtis Samuel is a good play. It, the touchdown upside does make me nervous in Washington. It's got some tough matchups, but I, I think he's, like you said, he's a PPR machine. He'll get you 10 to 10 to 15 points pretty easily. The other one that is the other one that is interesting to me, or two that are interesting to me, is Jalen Hyatt and Demario Douglas. Uh, Jalen Hyatt, rookie. Demario Douglas, rookie. This is usually around the time when rookies turn into something, kind of become their their own. Is this back half of the of the season? Jalen Hyatt was drafted to be this speedy perimeter receiver, be a deep threat, you know, and he just hit the century mark. So that's always a good sign, and then leads into the bye. They're going into a game tonight. We'll see how he plays. I know Miami is a brutal matchup, but they're going to have to throw to keep up. So I think we could have a decent game here, and he'll be a very hot topic tomorrow. And then Demario Douglas. Um, I, I got to assume we got Bailey Zappi the rest of the way. Bailey Zappi looks, you know, as good as you can, uh, considering that we had Mac Jones for half the season and he stunk. So. Uh, at least Bailey Zappi's willing to throw downfield. He does push the ball a little bit. And Demario Douglas is going to be the primary receiver in that. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster had a big couple big plays against the uh, Steelers. And, you know, I think Demario is going to step right back into his 8 to 10 targets. And I, I think 8 to 10 Bailey Zappi targets are a little bit more valuable than 8 to 10 Mac Jones targets, which are all close to or at the line of scrimmage. And then I will just give a small shout out to John Mechie um, because I do love the talent. I think John Mechie is, was an amazing prospect, great college player, fast as anything. Um, dealt with uh, sickle cell, I believe, um, but healthy now, all better. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think that he's an interesting, maybe not, Maybe not on my bench yet, but super, super interesting name um, to keep an eye out on. Okay. Well, you scroll down that list. Yeah. Uh, for me, <laughs> I will definitely would take my shot on Curtis Samuel, number one. Um, I do like all the points you made about Demario Douglas and Jalen Hyatt as um, some upside slash like volume plays for your rosters. Um, but for me, like, if I'm not playing in week 15, if I have a buy or something and I need, like, a end of the bench, I'll definitely pick up Zay Jones if he's going to get that much volume. I know mm-hmm. the game was kind of a shootout and whatnot, but I think him playing against Tampa Bay in week 16 is a very, very good matchup if you need to use him there. I know he played the Ravens this week, which is probably not going to help you because they do give up minimum production to wide receivers, but I do like that as an option. And um, 
things could change, but I might as well just give uh, Dontavian Wick some love. Yep. Like he may not be the wide receiver one, two, three. <laughs> you never know with the Packers receivers, but like I do, I, I think I read a stat that he does lead them in, um, I think yards per route run for the wide receivers. So like that's an interesting um, conundrum, especially given the amount of snaps that he does play. And you, we already seen Jalen Reed go off. You have Romeo Dobbs there. So the Packers are playing good, loves playing good. So it's a good name to keep out for. All right. And for the Titans. <laughs> oh, the man. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. Logan Thomas still yep. hovering 60 to 40%. Uh, Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> he just gets the job done. He's ain't going to kill you, but he ain't going to freaking save you either. <laughs> uh, Dynasty rosters, you could take a look at it. Will Mallory, he's on the Colts. And then you have mm-hmm. Davis Allen on the Rams, who was pretty much getting peppered with targets from Matthew Stafford in the Ravens game. Um, seems like Tyler Higby's almost losing his job because I feel like Tyler Higby doesn't even get that treatment. No, no. But, uh, <laughs> the guys under 40%, we have Kate Otten, Isaiah Likely, Gerald Everett, Brevin Jordan, Chig Okonkwo, Tyler Conklin, Tanner Hudson, Tucker Craft, and Mike Mayer. You guys might recognize these names because they're pretty much the same ones every week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. But uh, I guess for me, if Isaiah likely sat there, I'm, I know like we were kind of shocked last week that he was still sitting there. Uh, he's proven <laughs> that he could like actually get some good yardage instead of being the short area yardage last week. He had like 70 and a touchdown. That'll be my number one. And um. I guess Kate Otten's interesting. Like, I know he doesn't give you um, massive production, but he plays majority of the snaps for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I know he taps around nine PPR points, which isn't good when you're going against, like, the Kelseys and the Hawkinsons or the top-tier guys. But his fantasy um, playoff matchups are pretty uh, juicy. He has the Packers, the Jaguars, and the Saints who are all, like, top-half matchups for tight ends going forward. So I do like him as a... Nice little speculation piece if you're in a tight end conundrum. Yeah, I agree. I think Kate Otten just, you know, sometimes you just don't want to get blanked. And that's Kate Otten will never give you a zero because he just plays too much. He's 90% of snaps. He's always out there. So um, you like you said, the ceiling might not be enormous, but I mean, he, I, I don't see I don't see anyone outside of um outside of uh, Mike Evans really catching touchdowns right now. I mean, Chris Godwin has struggled. Uh, I think he ran a touchdown in last week. So, you know, they're doing anything but throwing him touchdowns. Kate Otten in the red zone could easily get a look. Uh, so I, I like Kate Otten. He's a good bet to score a touchdown, plays 90% of snaps. Uh, and then Isaiah Likely, obviously, uh, he has a little bit more sort of uh, big playability to him. He is a you know, more of a pass catching style tight end and in a system where they use the tight end. So they're both top options. And then then I think, you know, everyone else is risky. You're looking for matchups, you know, play, you know, try and play matchups, try and look for guys that, you know, look at snap counts, look at, you know, these types of things, because the rest of them are sort of in a, weird situation chig is starting to separate himself 
problem is he's on the Titans, and the Titans kind of stink and don't throw the ball right now. Um, you know, and and Brevin Jordan is a good option, but if all of a sudden Dalton Schultz comes back, uh, you know, how great is that? Plus, they're missing all their wide receivers, so who knows how well that ball is going to move and what's going on with C.J. Stroud. Is C.J. Stroud in or out? So I just think if you're going safety, I, I like K-Dot and, and Isaiah Likely. Okay. And I also would like to mention uh, Tyler Conklin, too, I guess. Yep. And he ain't pretty. Zach, Zach Wilson <laughs> looks like he's playing better than uh, he was over the first – couple of weeks or the first half of the season or so but he he's not going to kill you he's going to get some like about six targets maybe four catches 30 the 50 yards topping out but matchups a little tough but if you do need someone in the pinch i'll also recommend him as well yeah i like tyler tyler conklin feels like kate otten but without touchdown upside that's what <laughs> that's who tyler conklin is he plays a lot he'll get he'll get five six targets like you said but they're not in the red zone very often, so he probably won't get a touchdown. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's it for our uh, yeah. preview. It was a nice, quick episode. Yeah. What do you got for our listeners, John? Um, nothing. I, I hope everybody had a good weekend. I hope they um, advanced to the playoffs. If you didn't, still tune in. Uh, the off-season content for us is really fun. It's where we have more in-depth conversations about coaching and players and all that. So don't completely tune out. You know, we want to continue. If you are in the playoffs, keep listening. We're going to get you that championship. And if you're out, Keep listening because, you know, these playoff performances will affect ADP next season and will go lead into off-season content and off-season conversations. So this is this is fun. It's a great time of year. Uh, we have a double header on Monday Night Football tonight. My wife is bummed, but I'm psyched. So everybody, enjoy some football tonight, and, and you know, this will be great. All right, and as always, guys, if you could like and subscribe to the Fantasy Coaches on YouTube, uh, we'll be most appreciative. If you have any Twitter questions or X questions, you can follow us at Coaches Fantasy. Uh, we're checking that periodically, and uh, we'll answer all your questions there. Um, Monday Night Football is not looking great, but, hey, two games is better than – some of the Better than four o'clock yeah. games I saw yesterday. So <laughs> hopefully they're competitive. Hopefully the Dolphins end up getting that dub. Yeah, go Fins for Coach Steve. Yeah, and we'll take it out from there. As always, Peace. we'll be back on Thursday for our start and sit episode. I'm Coach Jib signing off.